Welcome everybody to another episode of Shishi podcast and vlogs. I get on today with a heavy heart. I get on today with trying to understand, trying to process what's happened and what's going on in this world. You know, we came in 2020, we had to deal with the pandemic and, you know, we, we've tried to adjust. But the hardest thing to adjust to is when you see African-Americans getting killed. Broad daylight, there's no shame, there's no, no one's trying to hide it. It's just being done. And when you have no regards to human life, when you have no regards to life, I, I don't understand. I, I watched the video repeatedly and of course I had to stop because the more you watch it, the angrier you get. But as I watched the video and listened to that man, and I'm talking about George Floyd, cry out. When I watched the cop keep his knee on his neck, I, I don't understand. I have worked in places that require you sometimes to use extreme measures, but it has never been to the extremity that you want someone to die, that you really want to hurt somebody. There's so many things I see that just really could have been done to save that man's life. There's just, and I'm pretty sure everybody else has to. I know I'm a week late since this stuff has started, but I promise you last week, I could not get on here and talk about this. I promised you last week, I could not even think straight because I was so angry. And I know everyone is too. I've had more conversations with patients, clients in the last week, trying to process, trying to deal. Everyone's trying to understand what is going on, what is happening, and why are we allowing this to continuously happen? If you think about how we saw Ahmad Aubrey fighting for his life, bystanders thinking they're protecting community property, teaches them and what they think. You know that has nothing to do with me. I can only control my mind and what my actions are. But we're still down to the same point. Black lives just do not matter. We're all going around with the Black Lives Matter signs up. There, everybody's posting it. And God knows I'm thankful. God knows I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, we all see what really happens to a black life. I, I didn't research every name that has made the news lately in the last couple years of the people who have been killed by I want to say police brutality because to me that's what that was and that's what it is. I thought about Sandra Bland. I can't ever seem to forget that one. 
And then, of course, we just seen George Floyd. And don't forget Ahmaud Arbery. And if the, if the video hadn't leaked on his, how long would it have taken for us to know? To find out anything in regards to that situation. You know, everyone, I really, really try to come politically correct because of the title and positions I hold. But after a while, it just gets to a point that when you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. And I just cannot just continuously, like, not say a word. So, um, I've always used the, the quote by Gandhi, be the change you hope or wish to see in the world. And I've always lived by that. I've always wanted to be that person who was about change, that was always about doing what's right. And taking a stand when you know things are wrong. And I look at what's happening today and I have to take a stand. I have to stand with injustice. I, I, I just cannot allow my presence not to be known and where I stand with this. And I knew I had taken too long when I saw comments from a post and I put it in stories. And, and it's so funny how many people don't ever communicate with you in your story. And I always call people nosy, you know, ear hustling, whatever. You know, they never communicate. But the one time I put something on there they disagreed with, all I heard was, I can't believe you agree with the rioting that's going on. I can't believe that you stand with people who are destroying their, their communities. And, and I thought in my head, I can't believe that you're just quiet about this man getting killed. I can't believe, and I'm going to tell you, it was every single person that I'm friends with in the pre-med community, the um, health community, the health field community, I literally was shook. And I'm gonna tell you, if I had responded at the time I was getting the messages, I can guarantee we wouldn't have any type of friendship today. And after this video and this uh, uh, podcast, I don't know if we'll be friends. But at this point, I'm here to please God. I'm not here to please man, I'm here to please God. And the people who understand this, the people who've had to live injustice, really get it. And, and to my Caucasian constituents who don't have a clue about how this feels, you need to wake up and listen. And if it does not impact your life, it never will, which majority of you, it never will, God bless you. A lot of us not a lot of us, none of us ask for this. None of us want to be racially profiled everywhere you go. People follow you in the store. You're, you're, you're chased down by cops just because of the car you drive or the way um, why you in this neighborhood. You never want that to be your life. But it has so happened to have been a part of mine. I've seen racial injustice with the police force, and I'm gonna tell you, it's not something you wanna deal with. I have a colleague that told me a story this last week of what her and her family went through with the, uh, with the police force. I'm telling you guys, if you've never had to deal with it, you've been blessed. 
So I want to get on here and say I, I found this letter from a jailer that wrote this letter in 1963. And he said, the time is now. Now, everybody knows that's a Martin Luther King statement. The time is now. And we all know the time is now. He said, I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's greatest stumbling block in the stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the KKK, but the white moderator who is more devoted to order than to justice. So everyone who contacted me who's upset at the fact that I posted about Target can be rebuilt, but George Floyd cannot come back from the dead. For all those who had a problem with this, you are missing the whole point. The whole point is black, African-Americans, we are tired. We are tired of watching injustices prevail <laughs> and everybody's walking away scot-free. People are tired. And when we tried to make a stand that was peaceful and quiet, nobody got it. We were ignored. Now people are listening. Now people are mad. Now people want things to go back to norm. It's not going to happen. People are tired of watching, or no, people are tired of being scared to go at their homes. A lot of you guys have no clue what it feels like to pray that your kids will return home when they leave. If you don't have to experience that, God bless you. But that's definitely not part of the world I live in. Always having to pray that your kids will be okay. Always having to worry that I pray that nobody is hassling my kids due to the color of their skin. So I'm going to say this, if you have that much of a problem with what I posted, then I'm not the person for you to follow. I'm not the person that you want to, uh, to, that you want to influence you. As some of you guys really know me personally, so I'm surprised that you even came at me left. With that being said, people of color, Africans, American, African American blacks are tired. I'm sorry that the stores, people's businesses are being <sighs> torn apart. That's definitely not what I would want or what I'm asking for. But I can tell you this, we definitely don't want any more blacks to die. I hope you guys got it loud and clear. I hope you guys truly understand. You'll never understand the, the, racic, the racist systemics that we have to live through. I don't have to be just as good as you. I got to be 10 times better than you to stand out. I, I, there's so many different things that people of color have to do to get to places that my white constituents don't even have to do. You will never understand. You will never have to understand why when you go to the doctor's office, they don't give you all the information that you should have got 
that you had to find out from another doctor because they didn't do their job because they didn't care enough because you were black. If you've never had to experience that, God bless you. I'm here to inform you that you will never understand the struggles of our race. You will never understand the struggles of centuries of oppression. You will never understand. You will never understand why we have to talk to our kids below the age of 10 because we want to make sure they understand how white, how the police feel about African Americans and how they're scared of our skin color. I've watched people commit mass shootings and walk out in handcuffs. They have killed numerous people, but they walk out in handcuffs. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't choose for them to be dead. That's definitely not what I'm saying, but it's just, um, it's shocking to me how we're threat, but you'll let people kill thousands of people. I mean, I mean, I mean, lots of people like at a school, for instance, and they'll walk out in handcuffs. I, I feel like I can't even walk down the street, come out of a store. Darn, just drive my car. If you've never had to deal with that, God bless you. But I'm here to say, and I hope you understand, and I hope you get it, we just want to live. I hope you understand, and I hope you get it, that I don't want to be scared that every time a cop gets behind me, or my spouse, or my kids, or my brother, or my nephews, I, I, I don't want to be scared. My son has to call us, and he knows to call us anytime he is stopped or pulled over, to have us on speaker. I know a lot of people don't do that. They don't have to do that. There's conversations they don't even have to have. But you still come to me left talking about the riots and stores being torn apart. People are tired. People want change. And it's time for it. Martin Luther King said it. The time is now. When you can put your knee on somebody's neck to the extent that they die, are you even human? I question your logic as a person, as a human. I have counseled rapists, child abusers, um, people who've uh, experienced infidelity. I, I, I've, I've, I've had to do people who have committed man, so I have talked to many a people, led groups on alcoholics and drug, drug abusers, and I have never once thought different, uh, tried to treat them different. In my mind, they were still human beings. But for some reason, people are scared to death of African Americans. I don't understand. I, I just... My hands, I throw them up in the air. I don't understand. And I will never get it. I have to honestly say, when I read that piece from that jailer from 1963, it is now 57 years later. Thank God I could do math that fast. 57 years later and nothing has changed.
He said it best. You're devoted to order than to justice. The person who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tensions, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice. I have to honestly say, when I read that letter, I, I just couldn't believe what I was reading. I was like, wow, this is prevalent today, 2020. But anyway, I know that you guys understand, and I know you get it. I know we're all living it, and I just want everyone to take time through this process, through what we're dealing with, and to process how you feel. Journal this. Write this down. Don't hold this in. If you need to seek counseling, get the counseling you need because this is hard to process and it's hard to watch repeatedly over and over again. People, if it's bothering you that bad, I ask you to turn the news off, turn the channel. I have watched the Hallmark channel more than I have in a while because I can't keep watching negativity. It is really bringing out, it's just bringing out negative peace. I mean, it's bringing out negativity. I don't, I'm losing peace. If anybody knows me that I have a peace from the father that surpasses all understanding. And right now my heart is heavy. My heart is crying out. My, I, I don't, I really didn't even know what words I was even going to come up with when I did this vlog and podcast today. But when I heard that song by Keydron Bryant. I played it at the beginning of my podcast. When I heard that song last week, I cried. He said, I just want to live. God protect me. But we listened to George Floyd cry out his mom's name. Crying out his, to, to his mom. I know every mama in America felt that. There is I, there's no way that you didn't feel that. I don't even know what I'd do if that was my child. But anyway, I'm going to leave here today and not stay in the negativity. I'm releasing this today. I'm giving, I'm casting all my cares to the Father. I can't hold this in. I refuse to do it. I refuse to let, I refuse to let this win. I'm going to do what I can. I've contacted the mayor. I do what I know to do. I know there's a number that you can you can um, text and they'll send out more information. I heard it on TD Jake's page. And then you guys, if you guys are still confused about how people feel, people of color, go listen to Stephen Furtick's message yesterday with Pastor John Gray. If you guys listen to that, you will have a deeper understanding of what is going on and how African Americans feel on a daily basis. And when you get to that point and you listen and you still don't get it, I don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. But I'm going to sign off right now. And I pray that, you know, everyone that we're able to come to a civilized judgment call, that we are able to come together and fix this. I know I'm willing I know I want peace. I know I don't want riots everywhere, but I definitely don't want blacks to continuously die. If we don't get anywhere, 
everything will have been in vain. So we've got to do something. And it is time, if you don't have a voice, you need to find it from somewhere. You need to find it from somewhere because it's not okay not to say nothing anymore. Because to me, watching people be signed lets me know that you're really okay with all of this. That you're okay with blacks dying. You're okay with knowing that your neighbors are scared. That your neighbors, your neighbors are suffering. People, stop suffering in silence. Speak up. Speak up. I don't have all the answers and I'll never pretend to have all the answers. But I go to the Lord. And, and I get my peace from him. And right now, that's what I'm going to choose to do. This song right here. I'm a young black man doing all that I can to stay. All the when I look around and I see what's being done. To I'm sorry, there was a problem with the video. I don't know what happened. But you guys know where I'm coming from with this song. He said, I want to live. God protect me. I want to live. God protect me. And that's what I'm saying today. We want the same protection. We want the same freedom and rights that our white constituents get. That's what we're saying. I'm sorry that this was so deep. And I pray that you guys will sign on again. I promise it won't be this deep again. Um, but I feel like something needs to be said and something needs to be done. And we can no longer be silent. Martin Luther King Jr. said it the best. The time is now. So if you guys are paying attention to people who are real silent, I hope you're getting it. That they're, they're speaking a lot of words by not saying a word. All right, you guys just signed on to She She um, Conversations, She She Blogs, She She Podcast. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you guys for hanging in there with me. I know I haven't been on here a lot. I have been studying for classes, MCAT, applications together, and working on two certifications. And I tell you, it has been rough. So last week when I told you guys I got nothing done, I'm so behind, I'm playing catch up today. But I had to get on here and make this video. I pray that you guys pray for peace and that we can come and unite. And that God is able to heal our land. I love you all and take care.